My name is Harrison Wheeler, and you're listening to Technically Speaking. My next guest is Felix Lee. He joins us all the way from Singapore. He's the creator of Amazing Design People List. It was started out of the need for designers to network, given the fact that there have been mass layoffs during the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. It has since grown from a mere spreadsheet to a global movement of over 4,000 designers and 300 plus mentors. We'll talk about his journey and what's next for him. When I asked Felix about some of the lessons that he learned, this is what he had to say. Is that, you know, you all have taught me one very simple, you know, ideal is that, you know, uh, we are not what we have, but what we give at the end of the day, right? And, and, and that is a truth of life, you know, um, and, and that has been something that I've learned from everyone, you know, that's met on ADPVs is that, you know, um, these people are so willing to give their time and their resources to the people that they have met. And that has been one of the most heartwarming moments out of, you know, the entire COVID-19 situation um, that we're having here today. Harrison, thank you for having me up on your podcast. Um, really an amazing time to be here with you today. My name is Felix and I am a design lead at GoTrade, um, which is a Y community startup that just graduated. Um, and you know what we do is that we, we help people in Southeast Asia to invest in US stocks, right? Think Robinhood for Southeast Asia. So that is my, 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 my full-time uh, freelance job. And on, on, on actually on a Another full-time note is that I'm in the military service in Singapore. So I'm actually serving the military wow. service and I'm actually a combat medical specialist. Um, so, so there I, you know, help people in, in terms of like medical stuff there as well. And then, you know, I'm a product designer uh, first and foremost ab- above anything else. So that is what I love doing. That, that, that is who I am. So yes, I'm a product designer based here in Singapore. That's about awesome. Me. Awesome. Wait, so so what is you being in the, the military? Is that something that's voluntary or is that something that everyone has to go through? So that's interesting because everyone in Singapore, all the boys have to go through military service for two years. Oh, wow. Wow. So how, how has that yes. had an effect in terms of you going into product design? So, you know, I started product design back when I was in school. You know, I didn't mm. come from a, a, an ordinary design background. I didn't have uh, went to any art school. I didn't go to any mm. boot camps. Um, I, I was a very self-taught designer. And, you know, um, it actually, you know, sort of like stems from when I was in school, I was just curious about how design could, you know, really change the way that we think about the world, you know, yeah. um, co- solve problems and come up with innovative solutions, right? And, you know, when I went into the military service um, about two years back, so I'm actually finishing my, my service really soon, yeah. um, this August. So I went, went into the military service, you know, one of the thoughts that I always have is that, that conflicting interest between a designer versus a, 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 a military service, right? Because for a fact is that if you're a soldier, you have to be, you know, like disciplined. You have to, you know, stick by the rules. You have to be super, you know, sort of like, you know, uh, regimental, right? And on the other hand, as a designer, you know, you're always speaking your mind. You're always like, you have right. a freedom of speech. You have a freedom of mind and stuff like that. You're creative all the time, right? So there is always a conflict of interest. But I, one thing that I can take away from the army, you know, for at least for the past two years is that, you know, um, one thing that, that, that really sort of like, uh, crosses in between is that collaboration always happens, right? Mm-hmm. So in the army, collaboration is 100% important because that is where you you make sure that you have operational efficiency and stuff like that. And same thing in, in design, right? Collaboration is, is what it takes to actually build something great, right? You can't just be a solo great designer. You have to have a great team behind you. So that's something that I learned um, and, and definitely something that, that I find super valuable as well as a designer in the military service. Yeah, and, and for, for a lot of designers that are 
um, transitioning in the field, a lot of the things that there, a lot of the questions that I tend to get is sort of what are the things that I can do um, to help me get that job? So maybe tell us a little bit about how you were able to self-start your career as a designer. What were the types of things that you were doing uh, as you were ramping up? So one of the things is that, you know, when, when I started as a designer back in school, you know, I, I didn't really knew what was product design. I, I didn't know what was user experience. All I knew was that, you know, I wanted to create a great product for the world, right? And, and if that is through engineering, I'm going to do that through engineering. If that is through design, I'm going to do that through design. And it so happens that, you know, um, I fell in love with design. You know, I, I, I love design since that day. And, you know, I didn't start out with a, as a designer per se. I started out as a startup founder. Um, because I, I wanted to create products, you know, for the world. And, you know, that has right. always to come from a startup perspective, right? And so so when I did that, you know, uh, it sort of unconsciously uh, put put myself in a role where I have to design a product for the world as a startup founder, right? So I, I didn't go up looking for a job at, at first. Mm -hmm. I was just building my own startup. You know, I was just doing a lot of things within my startup and then had a team that was supporting. So from there, I actually learned a lot. And that startup is called Pack Debt a travel platform uh, where actually allows you to plan your itinerary with your friends, right? So Pack That actually was acquired in 2018, right? Um, um, so so when we got acquired, that was when I actually sort of like, in a way, uh, became like a, like sort of like a founder, like, and then also like a, a, a designer per se. And, and when that happens, I actually, um, you know, move on to a larger company as a head of design and product where you know i was transitioning from a founder um to the head of design and product at, at, at a bigger company that acquired us right so when that happens um i went into the bigger company and i that was how i actually got my first official design job by the way right it, it, it was it was through an acquisition wow. right so wow. I, I didn't really you know like in a way apply for jobs or anything like that mm -hmm. so it was through my startup um it, it is very an unconventional way to even get your first job i would say right uh, but that has taught me a lot because when i go into the first job there were people that were way more senior than me. I was managing people that were had way more experience than me. But I think that, you know, what I learned is that regardless of where you are, you know, you have to be humble and, and you know, have that humility to say that you are not the best yet. You know, like you, you will not know everything in this lifetime and you have to keep learning, right? So um, that, has, that has been mm -hmm. a value for me, um, you know, since I started, right? So yeah, that was how I got my first job, right, in a way. Um, and I would say it's a pretty unconventional. Yeah. Way. Yeah. I, I think there's something interesting around, um, when you say that you're not the best yet, maybe give me an idea of like, what are some aspirations that you have it from yourself, from a design perspective or beyond? So one of the, you know, people that I really admire is, is Jonathan. I from Apple, right. He was from Apple previously. Right. And, uh, and, and, you know, he, he has helped Steve jobs along the way with so many amazing products, uh, that he has designed for Apple and the world. And, you know, uh, you know, if we could all, all agree, you know, Apple did change the world in, in many, many ways. And and for me, one of the aspirations is that, you know, if I can, you know, help to build products in a way um, that could help change the way that people experience a certain thing, maybe be in the finance, be in the financial sector, be in the travel sector and stuff like that by using design to change the world. You know, uh, that, that would be one of my you know biggest ambitions, you know, and of course, beyond design i would say that you know if i were to ever start a startup again which i would you know in some time you know probably a couple of years time or you know once i'm ready uh would be of course exploring you know how can we make this world a more sustainable place to live in and i think that would come a lot from design because you know we are designing from a user-centric point of view from a very human-centered point of view to say um can we then not just design for humans but design for the environment as well 
right? So um, to me, uh, that would be one of the, uh, the, the biggest ambition that I have uh, ultimately in my career. So talking about changing the world, or at least making some impact on it, there's this website called Amazing Design People List. And you may have played a pretty big part in that. Maybe give us a little bit of a background of, of how that came to be. Sure. So I started the Amazing Design People List um, about two and a half months back, back in my room where, you know, it was just a piece of Excel sheet where I said, hey, people are getting laid off during COVID-19. And, you know, a lot of people are affected by COVID-19, not just in Singapore where I'm at, right, but around the world. So it is a global pandemic and we all know that, you know, um, so I, I decided to say, hey, why not let me just start by helping designers, which is my industry that I'm in, you know, uh, to find new jobs, right? So any designers that, you know, um, are, that, that lost their jobs, you know, that are looking for a new one could put their name up in the Excel sheet and then, you know, recruiters could reach out to them, right? So it's really started from there. And a week later, a friend from West Africa reached out. His name is called James. He reached out to say, hey, I love your Excel sheet, but you know what? Let's make it into a website, right? So uh, within that weekend itself, um, just two days, we actually uh, sort of like did a mini hackathon and, and turned the ent entire Excel sheet into a, a, a working um, website, which is what you see right now. Uh, but of course, you know, that there were some iterations along the way, right? So uh, right now, today, you know, it has been an amazing platform so far. And we have been connecting, you know, not just designers to jobs, but also designers to mentors, which is the biggest part of the platform today. You know, uh, we have right. we have over 4,000 designers on the community and we have wow. over 300 over uh, mentors like yourself, Harrison, on the platform that are actively helping out designers, uh, which we are incredibly grateful for. Ever have an idea of starting a podcast? I had one for quite a while before I took the leap and started Technically Speaking. Anchor.fm made it easier than ever. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it has everything you need in one place. Let me explain. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. It handles all of your distribution so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Did I mention it's free? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yeah, and, and I've had an opportunity, as you've mentioned, to, to mentor more than a few. And I think one of, the, one of the most amazing things about the list is the fact that I've been able to connect with people all over the world. I remember my first call was uh, you know, with, from, with someone in Ghana, I think I had a call today with someone that was in Australia, Singapore. And so, wow. you know, I think given just, you know, COVID-19 and even some of the current events today, it just goes to show that, you know, we're all in this together and we all need to reach out and help lift each other up to be able to move forward. Um, give me an idea of just like where, where are your mentors from that are, that are a part of the ADP list right now? Yeah, you know, so so before I talk about that, you know, I just want to say something that, 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 you know, for everyone that's listening to this is that one of the lessons that all the mentors, you know, including yourself, Harrison, mm -hmm. is that, you know, you all have taught me one very simple, you know, ideal is that, you know, uh, we are not what we have, but what we give at the end of the day, right? And and, and that is a truth of life, you know, um, and, and that has been something that I've learned from everyone, you know, that I've met on ADP is that, you know, um, these people are so willing to give their time and their resources to the people that they have met. And that has been one of the most heartwarming moments out of, you know, the entire COVID-19 mm -hmm. situation um, 
that we're having here today. So, you know, back to the question of, you know, where the mentors are coming from, you know, the mentors comes from uh, uh, all around the world. You know, we have mentors from Iran, we have mentors from Korea, we have mentors from Switzerland, Singapore, wow. US, India, you know, anywhere that you name it, right? So, so that is just in terms of geography. But you know, in terms of the places that they work in, you have you have amazing mentors that come from like LinkedIn, that comes from you know Salesforce, the director of Salesforce is, is even there, you know, director of Facebook, Google, you know, Apple is there, you know. Mm. So so these are amazing, amazing mentors coming from huge companies that are supporting this community as well. Was this something that you ever expected? Honestly, when I started the Excel sheet, I, I wasn't expecting it, I wasn't expecting it to be this way. Um, but I say that if it happens, you know, we just have had to work hard for it right now. Yeah, what what would you say are some of the biggest takeaways so far for you? Takeaway, you know, um, from the amazing design people, this is that, you know, um, the power of belonging and the power of community, right? Um, now, hmm. to to think that before the amazing design people list existed, you know, um, the way that we are reaching out to mentors is maybe through like a referral and or maybe through like LinkedIn, we will call email someone or call message someone and say, hey, could you get up a call with me? Get a uh, give me a portfolio review or something like that, and that has been really awkward in a lot of ways, right? Um, and, and when ADP list came, yeah. what it does is that it took that one week long of conversation into just a couple of like a few minutes, right? In just a few minutes. And and to, in a few minutes, you can get a call with someone from around the world, right? And that has been amazing to me. And the thing that I've learned through this process is that the power of a community and the power of belonging to a community matters, right? Um, because... You know, when we create an environment like that, when people can be so open to connect to one another, you know, uh, what we realize is that genuine friendships are being formed, genuine mentorships are being formed as well. And, you know, um, those are things that are deeply rooted in the values of ADPDs itself, right? And I've learned a lot about, you know, different cultures and just different people. And I would say that, you know, it inspired me to be a better human. One of the things that I'm actually very excited for is that this is just the beginning, right? In in a lot of folks are beginning their careers. They might be in a, a slight pause in that journey, but I'm excited to see where they're going to be in the next year, two years, three years. Um, and hopefully, you know, they can look back and say that this was a, a pretty big part in, in, in them helping to get to that point. Going with, with that project. All this, you know, has, has, has grown from an Excel sheet to a, to a global design community that, that we can all be a part of. And, you know, moving forward, we have received a lot of positive feedback, you know, to say, hey, you know, Felix, James, keep this, you know, after COVID-19, we want this, we want to be a part of the community. And 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 my promise to, to the people that are listening to this is that the amazing design people, this will stay. Uh, it will be always a community where all designers can belong together, all creatives can come together, you know, share their thoughts and be part of something that I would say that is bigger than design because it represents a hu humanity itself. It represents community by itself. And, you know, um, and I would say that moving forward, we are excited to be, you know, um, doing more than just, you know, jobs and mentorships. We, of course, we want to be a, be a community that provides resources for designers to grow themselves. And, and all these are going to be powered by the mentors and all these are going to be powered by fellow designers ourselves as well. So uh, we are excited to be you know, introducing um, new features that are going to come up really, really soon, um, you know, by the end of the year or, you know, by, by even the end of this, this quarter. Right. So uh, we are definitely looking forward to a lot of exciting things. Kudos to you, man. I, I just love the energy uh, that you bring and in, in just the commitment to that cause. What advice would you give to designers looking for work right now? First, you know, be, be, be mentally prepared, right? Be mentally prepared to say that 
you are ready for a job because everything, you know, starts from self-awareness, right? Are you self-aware that you are ready for the next job, right? Because you don't want to be jumping into any jobs to say like, okay, I, I need a job right now, right? So I'm just going to yeah. get anything that comes across my way. It's important to understand, you know, the kind of work that you're looking for because, you know, a job is going to be here for a couple of years, right? Um, and, and you want to be able to do your best work in anything that you're going to take up, right? So first be ready to say that, you know, if you might have lost a job or you have, you're just looking for a new job, be sure to say that you have something that you want and that you're actually mentally prepared for that, right? So that is the first advice. The second one I would say is that, you know, go to ADP list, get a mentor, you know, to help you um, with your portfolios, right? And, and that would actually dramatically increase your chance to actually, you know, get through a couple of interviews because, you know, um, nothing is going to guarantee you a job, right? No mentors, no job opportunity is going to guarantee you a job. But, you know, what the ADP list community can do with you together is to help you make sure that you become a better designer, right? And, and, and I think we do this collectively really, really well, you know, and, and I think, you know, um, hmm. in fact, I, I, I really talk about, you know, people, we rarely talk about people getting jobs, you know, even though we do that really well, right? But what we stand for, is that people come together and helping one, helping one another to become better designers, right? In the community itself, right? So I would say, you know, go out there, reach out to someone, you know, start start talking to people. You might never know that you might find find something that that you are always looking for. Given like the the current events around Black Lives Matter and the inequalities in America, you know, what what sort of role do you Personally, think ADP list plays? The Black Lives Matter movement and you know just a lot of racial inequality around the world has affected me a lot uh, personally. You know, seeing seeing um like videos around the world is is, is heartbreaking man you know I, but you know that has also inspired you know me and the team at adp list to think about how we can actually use design as a force of good and the community of designers as a force of good to actually help the world in elevating this so a couple of weeks back we actually took a stand to say you know uh, we will want to support the black community you know the black and brown community or people that are facing facing any racial inequality right and especially i would like to highlight that it is the black community because you know we are not trying to say, you know, downplay that, you know, racism is not important in anywhere else of the part of the world. But the, the matter of the fact is that we should shine light on what matters most at this point of time to give respect and time to the things that are actually, you know, really happening, right? And, and you know, um, the, the, the racism in, in US has, has a long history by itself. And, and we do want to stand by those those people and the black people in the community that, that, that we, are, we are supporting. So we put out a statement to say that, hey, we we you know we don't tolerate firstly any discrimination on our platform right be it from the mentors or from the designers we don't want to tolerate any of those so that's the first step that, that we're taking right is to set out a very clear set of guidelines to tell people that you know we are a very diverse group of people coming together for this community and that you know um we want to ensure that don't no discrimination should be part of this thing that we're building right if you if you're racist or or whatever we're happy to to to, to not serve serve you in the community, right? Because we want people who are open and diverse, first of all. And the second thing, you know, that we want to be doing moving forward is to partner with communities in the design field, in the design industry that are supporting already the black community or even like the brown community, right? So um, um, just earlier, you know, this morning, I was speaking to the director of design, you know, at Google, which is Sky, um, and she's actually building a, a, a community of, you know, design mentors that are supporting the black brown community and the Latino community. In specific, so she has been building the community herself, and we are actually in talks of a very interesting collaboration and partnership to bring amazing design people together with what she's building, so that we can serve 
uh, people of very different um, diverse groups itself. So I'm very excited for that. Well, again, a lot of excitement. You know, your head's in the right place, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to see where this project goes, where your career goes. You know, is there anything else that you want to leave with the with the listeners today? At the end of the day, you know, um, th- th- there are a lot of you know sort of like lessons that I've learned in life. You know, uh, and I think one of the lessons, you know, uh, biggest lesson that I've learned as a startup founder and as a designer, uh, you know, those lessons are, are learned beyond technical skills, right? It isn't about the like kind of like technical skills that you have. I think those lessons are things, you know, of of lessons of life, and and I and I'd love to share that with with, with you, you know. Um, is that first is that you know, um, gratitude, right? Like have a lot of gratitude for the people that you meet in life, uh, when they teach you a certain lesson, be it you know, um, good or bad, you know, um, those are lessons that that you want to take on and be grateful for those moments, right? Like at ADP list, I mean, we we have we have we have had so many moments, you know, even personally, I've had so many moments, and I think, you know, those are things that you know. Um, you want to be grateful for, right? So my, my parents has always taught me, you know, count your blessings, right? Count your blessings. And I think I think if there's any message that is more relevant today than ever before, you know, instead of looking out at the news of like, you know, the crazy things that are happening, right? Look inwards and, you know, start counting your blessings. And maybe, you know, just think about how you can then share these blessings with the people around you and, you know, just spread positivity around the world, right? And I think that is one of the most important things that that I think, you know, I'll love to share with the community today here. Enjoy this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you use. You can also subscribe to my newsletter at harrisonwheeler.com for the latest industry insights, new article posts, and announcements of future guests on the show. Once again, thanks for listening to this episode of Technically Speaking. I'm your host, Harrison Wheeler, and I'm out. Hey, I just launched the new YouTube channel for Technically Speaking. I don't have 100 subscribers yet to get that custom URL, so you'll have to search Technically Speaking in the search bar for the time being. Invite your friends, family, or the whole neighborhood while you're at it, and tell them to subscribe. 